comes to scrub you head to toe. She's wearing lingerie. And she's wearing, like, Walmart, Shein, Kmart lingerie. Like, it's not super nice or anything and these korean women are like older and they have the most beautiful big round bodies and they're just like in lingerie next to you so you feel immediately comfortable like we're all basically naked at this point do you think it's to make the guests feel comfortable because i'm not i can't think of a like functional reason why they have to be half naked no we had this conversation the entire time we were there and like i agree there's no functional reason for it to be lingerie the thing is they do get really wet hi justin hey Lindsay. this is pretty wild. Are you ready? Hello cuties and welcome back to another episode of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I'm Lindsay and this is Justin and we're in much better moods than we were last week. Excellent moods. Excellent Um, moods. Yeah, good moods all around. I had a lot of rest this weekend. What? It's going to keep doing that. It's going to drive me we crazy. Should, we should address it immediately. <clears throat> so Justin got a new camera, which he's very excited about. It's a sick But he camera. has not. It's a sick camera. But he hasn't quite figured out how to turn off the auto tracking feature. So anytime <laughs> I move during this damn episode, it is going to follow me in a very weird, <laughs> awkward way. It's just there's oh, no rhyme all of a sudden or reason. It stopped. Like sometimes no, it does, it. sometimes it doesn't. So if you're one of our two average weekly YouTube watchers, like you're in for just a, such a fun treat. You never know. Like maybe it'll zoom in on on Justin's wrist. Maybe it will <laughs> zoom in really close to his face. You know, we're just gonna keep you guessing. And our clips this week are gonna be really funny. <laughs> Why is it zooming in right now? Because <laughs> you leaned forward. We've been trying to test it for the past 10 minutes of what how it auto-tracks Justin, but it doesn't really seem like there's a rhyme or reason, and it has its own mind, and it's playing no. with us. We're not playing with it. Anyway, how was your weekend? Oh, my God. I had a stunning weekend. Are you ready oh. for what I did this weekend? You did the weird Korean it, like no. body scrub thing. It's not weird. It's the best thing to okay. ever exist. I know, but the part of it is weird. Like, when you describe this to us while we were driving in the car, I want to know why the women scrubbing you are no, in let me, tell, let, me, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Okay. Okay, so this weekend on Saturday, I went to a Korean naked sc- spa. Um, these are the best things to exist on planet Earth. And, yes, you are naked, but it's all women and... Within the first five minutes, like, you forget that you're naked. Everyone's naked. You know, like, it's fine. Time um, out. Are you guys all in a communal area naked together? Yes, you're communal the entire time. You're never alone. So let me just explain. So for my uh, my bestie B's birthday this weekend, we were like, oh, let's go to the Korean naked spa. B and I have gone together once before, just the two of us, and we had the literal best day. And so we're like, for your birthday, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to bring some more girlies. So we brought um, three more of our friends, and it was so fun, and it was all of their first time at this spa. So from the outside, it looks like an abandoned warehouse, and you're just, like, unsure that you're about to go get naked inside that this warehouse but you do and you walk in and like this lady greets you and we got the 90 minute treatment so they take you Mm -hmm. to a locker room to get naked and they give you like a little robe but the robe is like for nothing like you're out of the robe within one minute but like you have a robe and they give you towels and like shower shoes essentially you know 
Yeah. So you strip down, you take down all your jewelry, you have to have your hair up. They'll yell at you if, like, even a strand is, like, falling out of place. You have to have your hair up, and then there's a few different amenities to do while you're waiting for your treatment. Um, so they have, like, a cold plunge pool and, like, a hot pool, you know, like, the mm -hmm. contrast of those. And then they have a sauna and a steam room. So when you first get in to the common area with all the like just to the spa essentially you have to shower they make you shower head to toe like scrub your body um not not your hair or anything but like you need to like shower scrub your body so that everyone that's getting into these communal pools are clean which i appreciate i love that for us mm -hmm. yeah. so within like the first five minutes while you're showering naked next to your friends you're just like now you're fine you know like we're all naked it's cool and um it's just fun seeing how many different types of boobies there are. And, like, it just makes you feel <laughs> great about your own, you know? Because you're like, we're all so different. There's no perfect boobie. And they're all cute. <laughs> so, once you've gotten that out of the way, once you've compared boobs, then you can move on to the, s the pools. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> you're going to know where to take you. <laughs> I'm just saying that you guys, do you guys only compare from the waist up? There's no down low no, comparison? No, we're not comparing downstairs, okay? We're, we're keeping eye contact. Oh, that's just not kosher, huh? Yeah. Okay, so then you get into the cold plunge and then do the hot plunge, blah, 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 and you wait for them to call your locker number. Now, thankfully, yeah. since we had five girlies, there's only five tables and, like, able to go at once so we had the whole thing to ourselves because no one else mm -hmm. could get a treatment during our time because we were taking up all the people so what yeah. they do <clears throat> is there's like five tables lined up that's like lined in like a cushion and then a plastic covering and they just tell you lay on your stomach like lay down and you're like laying on these tables in a row with your friends. So like I'm laying like face down looking at B on one side and Bella on the other. And we're just like, hey, girl, hey. And then your Korean lady that comes to scrub you head to toe, she's wearing lingerie. And she's wearing like Walmart, Shein, Kmart lingerie. Like it's not super nice what? or anything and these korean women are like older and they have the most beautiful big round bodies and they're just like in lingerie next to you so you feel immediately comfortable like we're all basically naked at this point do you think it's to make the guests feel comfortable because i'm not i can't think of a like functional reason why they have to be happening no we had this conversation the entire time we were there and like i agree there's no functional reason for it to be lingerie the thing is they do get really wet because the whole time that they're scrubbing you, they're like r taking buckets of warm water and like throwing it on you too. That's why like you're on a plastic table. So like, I mean, wear a bathing suit. Wet. That's what that's, you know, that would make sense. That would make sense. But time out. Is there a male version to this? And does that mean I'm getting washed down by a man in a speedo? Okay. So there are male versions of this. I do not know if the, the men that like do this are like, lingerie too um the one that we go to is just women so you don't see like there's no men's side to it like it's just a women's spa so i don't know um but i'm Gonzalo trying to get gonzo to do, to do some gonzo said he would be so down to go to one of these and he's jealous that there's like that we go and i just had this question for you would you do this with your friends or would you want to go by yourself 
<clears throat> here's here's the deal. I think me even three years ago would have been like, that's a little too much. I don't need that. But I don't know what it is, and I'll tell you why. Recently in the locker room, I used to be that kind of guy when I changed in the locker room to kind of like turn away and not want to like anybody looking at me. Now I walk like I change dick swinging from side to side. <laughs> I give no fucks. <laughs> I don't I know what it is. Age, I think it's an age thing. It's an like, age. We just it's an age thing. we accept. <clears throat> it's like we're done. This is it. Yeah. So. And I remember, I remember being younger and watching the older guys do that, like just walking past butt ass naked, and I'm like, dude, you just got your junk all out. Don't get me wrong. I don't walk from one end of the locker room to the other butt naked. Like I wrap myself up with a towel. Mm-hmm. But as I'm changing, I'm not doing it super fast. I'm not trying to turn away. I'm just like, look, this is me. I don't give a fuck. So. Okay. I would, yes, I would do it, but it had to be with the right kind of group of guys. Because, okay, like, well, I'm not trying to do this. Okay, for the treatment, because maybe you would change your mind once I um, explain to you what the treatment's like. So, Why? Because these women, so, you're, so you start face down, and they take, like, you know those Japanese um, scrubbing washcloth things that are, like, a little bit, they almost feel, like, really... Um, softer sandpaper but like they hurt when they're dry but when you they like are meant for scrubbing Uh uh-huh have you ever used those no okay well i've always grown up using them because my cousin's half japanese and so he or quarter japanese so they would always get them from like his family members so like they would give them to us it's like it's like a more intense version of a loofah but it's like one long strip and it's like kind of rough so what they do is they like you lay down and they like pour a bucket of water all over you and then they take the scrubby thing and they scrub you every single inch from your neck to your toes. And they move your legs in like different positions so that they can get into different areas. And then you like go on your side, you go on your back, and they like move your legs around. And like, yeah, they get everywhere. I think you're implying that they get even in that gooch area. They don't go into it, but they go all the way like they would go everywhere that your bikini doesn't cover so like if you're if you're a girl and you're wearing like a little thong bikini bottom they're everywhere besides like that triangle so like are they getting in between the cheeks no they don't go in they're not opening flaps unless unless you have flaps on like your belly or your arms you know but like they're not opening they're not opening intimate flaps I just imagine this Korean lady like spread them cheeks. No, and literally the Korean. So they're in lingerie, right? And they're like big women. And then like sometimes they like they're over like top of your head, and they like lay on you, and you they're like boobs are on your face, and you're like, excuse me. <laughs> okay, so once they scrub you, head this to toe, and it's like real. a jai rub. Like it is so. It, it, like, hurts for a second because you're, like, this is supposed to be with, like, soap and water to make it softer. Like, no, it's, like, dry, and it hurts, f- but, like, you know she's Wait a minute. They're not the using skin. soap and water? Just wait. They get all your dead skin off. Then they take, like, a softer loofah, really soapy, and, like, soap you head to toe, and they're, like, telling you to, like, change positions, but you're soapy on a plastic table, so you're, like, trying not to fall <laughs> off naked. <laughs> <laughs> She wanted me to flip from my front to my side. And I was like, sister, like, you have to help me. Like, I'm going to fall off the table. Like, I'm going to slip and slide right off. 
So I, she helped me move. So she, like, helped my body, like, move over because I would have fallen off the table. Anyways, then she soaps you down, and then she tells you to go take a shower to, like, rinse off all the dead skin off. Then when you come back, she puts, like, a towel over you, and she, like, massages you, like, through the towel to, like, also help dry you off. And then, Oh, now all of a sudden we're trying to be modest? <laughs> no. No, literally, I was like, why now, like... Are you covering the spots that I that you're not working on? Like, why didn't we start with this precedent? But it's because like you're trying to. She's just trying to dry you through the towel, not for modesty. Uh-huh. It's like she's drying you without like just drying you, and it's like a nice massage. It's nice. And then um, once you're all dry, then they like oil you head to toe and massage you with oil. Yeah. And then they do this like okay, the package we get. It's like frozen cold cucumber slosh like just like cucumber like raw cucumber just like grated and it's freezing cold like it's freezing cold and they just like slosh it onto your face all in your neck and your chest and like I'm like this because I'm getting cucumber juice in my mouth and I don't want it in my mouth and in my eyeballs so I'm just like with your eyes closed and there's cucumber all over you and while that's on your face they wash your hair like if you were at a salon and getting your hair washed and it's like a nice head massage thing and they wash it and then they put conditioner in and, and everything and then they take off your cucumber mask they put hot towels all over your face and then they put this like exfoliating like scrub all over you and then they walk you then you're done and they walk you over to the sauna and you're supposed to sit in the sauna and let that like absorb into your skin and then you shower after the sauna and when I tell you I looked like a baby dolphin like my skin <laughs> was so that's, fucking stunning like that's not uh, what I was thinking of what were you thinking of like a I'm baby. thinking of of like Rufus the naked mole rat just oh just. we did we did say we felt like the naked mole rat from Kim Possible thank you so much for bringing that up and by the way like this was you know some of our friends first time so like we're checking in throughout the process like we're all laying in a row of five you know on these tables in an open yeah. area so we're like how are yeah. you doing like are you okay and Bella was so funny she was like this is my favorite thing like I'm having a great time and when her lady walked her into the sauna she told her love you thank you like, she was in love with the woman that scrubbed her head to toe. And it's just, like, a really good maintenance, like, body maintenance thing to do for yourself. Especially <laughs> since we, like, yeah. live somewhere where we're always in the sun. And we're going to be yeah. young forever. Like, if I did this once a month, like, my skin would be, like, a 12-year-old skin till I die. And like I have these a question. Cr- oh, and while you're in the sauna, you see the ladies that were giving you the treatment. They get naked and shower and everything. I have a question. Yeah. How did you find this place? Or like, how did you come across? Oh, okay. So we like, like the girl, like girls just know that these things exist, that there's like these naked spas. And, um, actually it was right before, um, Gonzo and I's wedding when B and I went for the first time and she was saying to me like are you, what kind of like beauty treatments are you going to do and I was like I don't know but like my skin like my whole body skin just feels so dry I think during the summers in Hawaii like you're in the water so much you have so much salt water yeah. and it like makes your skin really dry plus the humidity like you just never feel good and I was like I just yeah. need like something for my skin and she was like oh what if we went to that we would like been talking <clears throat> about it but we hadn't ever made the plan and she's like what if we yeah. went to the naked Korean spa 
And she ha- she like met a girl at, a, at the dog park that um, had been to it before. So we got a recommendation. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, so now knowing that you'd be laying in a line naked with your like body being moved into different positions while you're getting scrubbed head to toe by a man that's also half naked, would you go with your friends? Yes, I would. I would at least try it out. So that's first of all, I would at least try it out. Second of all, um, the, I would need to know what the dude is wearing. I don't know. This is not me being like homophobic or anything. This is just like you telling me that this woman's boobs are hitting you in the face. The last thing I want is a dick on the chin. Like <laughs> his dick wouldn't be out, Justin. It'd be concealed. <laughs> Her boobs weren't just out. She was wearing her lingerie bra. Yeah, but it's still her knocking you bra. in your face. <laughs> like, okay, and also another thing. Like, why not wear, like, covered, like, bra? Why was it mesh? I don't like, know. Like, why did it need I to be mesh? I have all these same questions. Like, I'm confused why the lingerie. Like, like were they, like, grandma panties? Yeah, like, were they grandma panties? No, no, were no. they, like, lacy, cute panties? No, none of them are lacy. They're all mesh. Like, the like a sheer mesh type thing. So you see everything behind. Yeah, probably. But you're not really looking. My eyes are closed the entire treatment. I'm like relaxed. I'm not. I'm just confused. Scanning like, her outfit. Is, is my dude going to be wearing a jock strap? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know what the men's ones are like. Maybe they're fully clothed. Like, are they wearing assless chaps? Like, like I want to know what kind of. Like, they get so wet, too. Like, imagine. And in between each thing, they're just like sloshing water on you. It was so fun. It was the best time. And then you do afterwards, you do the sauna in the steam room. And then they have like a clay room and a charcoal room. And then there's a Korean grandma making Korean food for you after. And we got dumplings. So I just I went like to the naked spa and then got dumplings after. Like it was just such a fun time. Um. This sounds great. It sounds very My skin, relaxing. you guys, you guys would all be jealous if you touched my skin. Like, my skin feels so good. So good, so much that I was like, told Gon's like, we can't have sex tonight because you'll ruin it. Like, it needs to stay shiny and glimmery till I die. Like, I needed it to I soak know, in. I want to know what his response was to that statement. He didn't like, he didn't like that statement. He thought that that was I'm, annoying. I'm, but like, I'm I needed sure. it. I needed it to, like, soak in on its own. I didn't want to get sweaty. Um, Gonzo, I you were probably one of the three people I'd be down to try this with. Yeah. So you know my no, you know you know you have my number. We'll we'll plan a we'll plan a little uh, whether I gotta go out to Hawaii or maybe we can find one here yeah. on stateside. Well, here's the thing. I think the ones in Hawaii are really good because we have a lot of... Oh, look at that. <laughs> Why the fuck? We have a lot of um, Korean people here. So it's like very... It's an authentic experience. Oh, sorry. YouTube, they just wanted you to make sure that Justin's married. So the camera's zooming into the ring. Okay? Don't get My any ideas. Here. <laughs> I'm dead at this camera, Justin. So, anyways, yeah, that was my weekend. And then yesterday I went to the beach and got a tan. Mm-hmm. And then I went on a boat. 
Oh, is this with the boat friends? I can't. I don't remember um, the names. Not not those boat friends, but Gonzo's one of Gonzo's soccer buddies. He um, works on like a fishing boat, like a charter thing, and then he has yeah, yeah. his own boat. And so he, him, and another guy from soccer that I've never met before. I think he's on a different team. They both mm-hmm. brought their boats out, and all the soccer guys like came out all together, and we did like a sunset boat, and they like Aww. all jumped in the water, and there was dolphins, and it was really pretty. Did any of them bring their significant others? Yeah. Actually, um, our neighbors, the ones that play with Gonzo and his wife, Mm -hmm. and we're good friends with them. So I had a buddy. Very nice. Sounds like you had a lovely, clean weekend. I had a wellness weekend. and it It was great. If anyone needs any more information, like, just DM me. I just am just picturing Rufus, like, sliding around on a soapy table. Yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> you're not you're not really wrong. Uh, all right, moving on. Um, How was your weekend? <laughs> my weekend was good. I uh, It was my brother's birthday last Thursday and then my mom's birthday on Saturday. They're oh two God. days apart. I didn't know that. Yeah. They're both Leos. So I w- yeah, but I you don't know, feel my like brother they... Corey does not give me Leo energy. He doesn't give any he needs to step into his Leo energy. If We're gonna only. I'll I'll be like, Corey, you're a Leo. Like I would die to be a Leo. Like I'm so happy for you. Step into your power. Yeah. Anyway, not anyway. Um, so Jackie and I decided to go back to Bakersfield for the weekend. We went down on Friday kind of early. Um, she worked. I had a I had a gig on Saturday night, so I was like prepping for that and like editing some reels and stuff like that. Um, Can we talk about who was at your gig on Saturday night? Who was at my gig on Saturday night? The Stay Hungry Girl. I'm back with a shittier camera. <laughs> you guys, I'm I'm out here trying to figure this out, and apparently okay. I'm not doing a very good job. You, um, you just, this is your first day trying. Yeah, you know. Uh, where was I? We were talking about, oh, so we don't know for sure if it was a stay hungry girl. So her name's Susie, I think, Vidal. She's like an ex-nurse turned influencer for cooking. She makes this thing. She has her only pans where she like cooks and she makes like sexual innuendos, which is really funny, actually. It's really funny. Um, yeah, I think it looked like her, but like I wasn't sure. It was like really dim lighting. So yeah. like maybe it was her. Then I tried to check her Instagram to see if she was even in Santa Barbara. And of course, she hasn't been posting as much lately. So we really don't know. And I didn't want to be that awkward guy to be like, hey. But I did get her boyfriend or her significant other to nod and give me a thumbs up at one of the songs I played. So, well, you know, did you see him? Like, could you look on her Instagram and see if that's her actual boyfriend? So I tried that, too, because I know she is dating somebody. But then, of course, I couldn't find like a recent video of him and her. So. Mm. Unfortunately, still so, exciting. Anyway, still exciting. So we did that on Friday. Uh, Friday, we did the went to the coffee shop Um I actually I had somebody from Santa Barbara DM me because I posted a picture of my avocado toast and she was like, "Oh my god, that avocado toast looks so good. Where is it from?" 
I was oh. like, sorry, sister. It's from Bakersfield. <laughs> We're in Bakersfield. You just have to drive two hours inland. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hey, so if you ever find yourself in uh, Bakersfield, California, you can um, stop on by Cafe Smitten. Um, Did you go anyway. to the River, Lake, the River Lakes one or the downtown? Lindsay, why would I go downtown when the other one's right around the corner? You know from why? My house? Because the downtown's the OG, and I think the downtown food and everything is better. I mean, yeah, it's cuter. The patio's cute and everything yeah. like that. But why, like, why the hell would I drive all the way down there? Yeah, facts. I haven't. I was just wondering if you did. Oh no, we went to the one by my house. So anyway, <laughs> uh, did that. Did a couple errands. We went and took uh, Jackie's aunt some Krispy Kreme donuts because she loves. Krispy Kreme donuts, um, picked up a few things like a card from our brother, and um, then we went and had dinner with Jackie and her fam for, it was her, uh, uh, I keep saying her, our nephew's 16th birthday, Asher. Um, yeah, what? no, can you believe he's 16? Yeah, he's a grown man. His voice is deeper than mine. Shut up. There's no way he's 16. That's not, that's not possible. And Melody's going to high school this year. Okay, Addison's Addison's little sister, the one that she adopted when we were juniors in high school, is yeah. going to high school this year. And I was like, yeah, there's just no ups- way. Like upsetting. the math. And it's also rude that it's happening the year that we turned 30 because it's like already we're feeling like a little bit older going into a new decade. And then just to have like these literal babies go to high school yeah. makes me sick. And that's why you guys need naked Korean body scrubs. I like that plug back. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we did uh, dinner with them. Of course, we went to Sorella's because that's like they always go to Sorella's. What's Sorella's? Exactly. Is it <clears throat> is it the Italian place? Yes, Italian place over by the 24-hour off of White Yes. Line. I've only been there like once or twice. I don't remember anything about it. That's pretty much my every experience when I go there. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, after that, and then um, my mom wanted us all to come over to the house, and she, my mom is in that point in her life where she just wants, she enjoys the family just spending time together. Like, yes. you know, like when you're the matriarch, and so she decided to print out, like, minute-to-win-it style games for us to play. Stop it. But then it's like, we were playing until, like, 1 a.m., and then finally... It was like, no, it was like 1230. And I was like, mom, like, can we go to bed? <laughs> she like, yeah. I just have, I just have two more. I'm like, but mom, it's like 1230 at night. That's so cute. No, literally, like I can't stay up that long, especially playing a game. Like my game capacity is 30 minutes and then I'm over whatever yeah. game we're playing. Like I don't want to play anymore. Well, then also it's like, so like our family tends to play a lot of board games, but like she was having us do like riddles and stuff like that. I was like, mom. So you had to brain. use your brain. Yeah, I was like, my brain isn't braining right now. Like, we need to. <laughs> but then we That's had, like, so fun ones where we had to, like, knock over cups with, like, a stocking stuffed with a towel that was wrapped on our heads. So we had to, like, swing it around. Honestly, though, like, that is so kind of her to put together a whole night. Because sometimes when you're, like, with a bunch of family members and you're just all sitting around, like, you don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, like, good, I appreciate it. It was, it was a good cute. thing to fill your time. Yeah. It was very cute. And um, so anyway, I so we did that. Um, it was a lot of fun. We were up until really late. So then Jackie and I decided to wake up, walked Albus, um, and then I cooked my mom brunch for her birthday. Um, cooked her my lemon ricotta pancakes, which 
everybody. Loves. I want you to know my mom texted me and said, I want lemon ricotta pancakes. So thank you for that. <laughs> you know, your mom texted you. And then I had a Graham's mom um, DM me saying like, you're the best. I was like, I know. You're like, tell my mom. <laughs> exactly. It's like when um, one of your coworkers tells you like, oh, you're the best. You're like, tell my boss. Yeah, Exactly. Um, so yeah, so we did that and then we had to actually bounce out pretty quick. We left at like two cause we had to get back. Um, cause I, like I said, I had to DJ last night. Um, mm-hmm. and then literally Lindsay, I shit you not Sunday. We did not leave our bed. Actually, I take it back by like 2 PM. We made our way to our couch and then laid there until I what went to work. What a journey. Oh, we had to go okay? feed our neighbor's cats. We were just super tired and run down. And like now, whenever we go back to Bakersfield, I don't know what it is. I think it's partially psychosomatic, but Jackie and I both get like flimmy and like a scratchy throat. And no, just, it like, is. It's a lot. We grew up like growing up there. I didn't feel like that at all. Like I never, no, never. I never was like had allergies. I never nope. had like, I never blew my nose and it was brown. But then once I moved somewhere where it wasn't like that and coming back, it does. Like I get it stuck in my nose and my ears. Like I, yeah. like there's dust everywhere. And I'm like, how did I not have this when I but, was a kid? But it's like, it it was crazy. Cause it happened within like an hour of us being in Bakersfield. Like yeah. I was already starting to, I was like, Jesus Christ, is the air quality in this town that damn bad? It is. <laughs> and this, it's just getting worse. You know, with, that is, that is so true. It's getting um, worse everywhere, but like, especially there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was my weekend, and then, what did I, oh, yeah, so Sunday we didn't do anything, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy, then we watched something else, I forgot what other movie we watched on, oh, it was a new Gal Gadot, no, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, I don't know how to say her name, Gadot, that movie, Gadot on Netflix, Heart of Stone, I think is what it's called. Hmm, I haven't watched it, it was we cute. watched a new movie on Netflix last night, too, The Happiness for Beginners. Oh, With cute. the girl from the office, it was really good. Oh, very nice. Uh, so yeah, and then last night I went to work, and I watched <laughs> on accident the entire Painkiller series. So and now we're here. Gonzo's today. been watching that, so we'll talk about that in the TV section because, like, now that yeah. you know, and I've just been hearing it secondhand from Gonzo because I watched like one scene and I was like, "This is enough for me." You know, speaking of that. So I tried to, Jackie was asking about something for her to watch. And I was like, oh my God, you have to watch The Bear. Like, yeah, I love that show. She hasn't I watched she The got, Bear? She got two episodes in. She's like, I can't do the yelling. Because like, it's, uh, she's it's like, it's, it's triggering. It's a lot. It stresses her out. Like literally while we were watching, uh, God, what were we watching? Oh, when we were watching Guardians of the Galaxy, she has to like look away and go on her on her phone like at the sad parts with like baby raccoon or rocket raccoon and stuff like that i was like jackie you're missing integral parts of the movie and you're yeah. gonna ask me about it later she's like it stresses me out i can't watch it so like yeah. her sensitivity level to like stress from movies is very low so i like yeah. i was trying to find things for her to watch last night and literally everything induces a little bit of stress um yeah no that's facts um i think the reason why the bear was okay for us is like we were watching it on a weekly basis you know but now that it's just all out it's too overwhelming because you could watch more than one at a time then it's like i have so many more of these are they all going to be like this and yeah sometimes they are but it's such a good show jackie you should watch it it is such a i guess watching it with her because i knew she's hyper aware of it i became more aware and i was like damn they yell at each other like that's 
all they know how to do. Especially that first episode yeah. when they're trying to open up before three and like all they're doing is yelling, cousin, cousin, shut the fuck up, corner, behind. Like it oh, just. I forgot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, I just blacked so anyway. it out. Okay. That's our weekend recap. That was pretty yeah. fast. We're, we're, we're doing better. Um, let's get into our trends. Justin, would you like yeah. to start? Yes, my trend is upgrading your camera, but then knowing how to fuck to use it before you actually use it. Um, <laughs> Lindsay and I, I think Lindsay brought up getting a digital camera to me probably within like two days of us deciding to do this podcast. Because, yeah, I was like, it's necessary. You know, Lindsay just likes to jump ahead of herself. <laughs> if we're going to do it, we have to do it right. You know, like you have to have the good stuff. <laughs> hence, hence why we did a photo shoot like three weeks into us having this we podcast. need another one i've used all the photos i need another photo shoot <laughs> um so anyway uh so i've been doing some research behind the scenes like looking at different you know, vloggers and stuff like that and seeing what the cameras they use um and so i finally pulled the trigger on the sony zve one it was between that and the sony alpha 4 i think is what it's called um it's like the other one that a lot of like vloggers and creators use um, I like it a lot. It's really cool. Um, it has a lot of cool features. Very clear, as you guys saw in the beginning of this. Um, I think my yeah, only... Yeah, you're not on it right now. You should. Yeah, I'm not on, I'm not on yeah. it right now. But the only, I think the only thing that I was going to annoy me is there has been reports of like an overheating issue. Like it's meant for like short form video taking. But like I also want to use it to videotape like my DJ sets, which are like an hour. So like if it just keeps overheating after 20, 30 minutes, like that's going to get... I was, I was gonna annoy the hell out of me. Yeah, it's too expensive um, so, to not work for an hour straight. Yeah, exactly. So I will report back on that, but you will get to see all of. I did. I wish I would have used it for these reels that I just batch created last week, but I was still learning how to use it. I was like, I was like, I didn't want to learn how to use it and shoot like I had like thirteen to like sixteen different outfits to shoot, and I was like, I don't want to learn how to use this and do that at the same time. So I digress. So anyway, uh, that's my uh, trend of the week is upgrading your camera. Like, yes, your iPhone camera is great and they've come a long way. But like you can tell the difference when you have like a legit camera. And yes. Yeah. So my other thing is like somebody make a cute camera bag. Like, I know. I don't. I don't know why that is. It's like all the camera bags are not cute to me. I I'm look okay. So there is one I found on Etsy that's like somewhat cute. They're either like super like meant for like a wedding photographer, like leather strap things, and I'm like, yeah, super serious. That's not the look I'm going for. Or they're like heinous. So I'm how trying to look. How big is the camera? Is it like palm size, hand size? How big is it? Uh, it's a little bit bigger than palm size. It's not like a pocket camera by any means. And then you got to understand, like, these have, like, interchangeable lenses. And so the lenses yeah. are, like, that big around and stuff. And you usually have, like, one or two. So I needed a bag that can hold my camera, the lens that it has currently on, and then, like, an extra lens, which those are all so expensive. Um, so I did find a bag. It's like a waist bag. It's meant to, like, attach to your backpack or to, like, your Cute. belt. So. We'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, I'm liking it so far. It'll definitely be used when we go on our Euro trip for all the fun uh, video. Content. Okay. (laughs) My trend of the week. (laughs) My trend of the week is a makeup trend. It's the strawberry girl (laughs) makeup or the tomato girl makeup. I think they're the same. Like, honestly, I've seen people on TikTok being like, this is tomato girl and this is strawberry. Like, they're the same. 
And I love it because one, I don't know how to do makeup. I'm not good at makeup. And I'm jealous of the girls that know how to do a full face beat that look like fucking stunning afterwards. But these makeup trends are like very natural, don't use a lot of products, and they both utilize fake freckles. So I think I'm going to buy some fake freckle pen thing for Italy. Didn't we talk about fake freckles? We did talk about it. And you said like, would you do it? And I said, I don't know. But now I'm saying, yes, I would do it. And I want to try it. All right, bet. So basically, Haley Bieber posted for, okay, no, this is how the trend evolved into this. All of a sudden, Addison Rae posted TikTok out of nowhere. Addison Rae's like not on TikTok barely ever anymore. You know, she only posts randomly and they're always like some weird lip syncing video. You know, she's not like doing her old TikTok girly era. But one day she yeah. like posted this TikTok video where she took a bite out of a cherry and then like juiced it onto her cheeks and like put it on her lips and was like this is my makeup today and then all of course all these girls started like biting into cherries and putting it all over their face and their lips um I tried it and showed Gonzo and he said I looked psychotic and that I needed (laughs) to go into the ocean to rinse it off immediately so didn't work for me but the strawberry girl tomato girl makeup I think is like a play off that like natural like cherry juice like cheek tint lip thing that Addison essentially started this summer but what it's bringing back is Benetint and you don't know what Benetint is Justin because you're not female but Benetint used to be like the thing that all the girls had like when I was in high school or like BC like very young that's what we all had and it's like a cheek and lip stain stain but now they're using it still for cheek and lips and it's like this Part, it's like a crucial part of the trend. So I'm going to order my fake freckles and my Benetton for Italy so I can have a tomato girl, strawberry girl makeup trip. You know what? I just had an idea of something what? that's going to add to our podcast. What? I think we should have like a running receipt of like shit that Lindsay plans on buying and then oh. like adding up the total at the end of the podcast. I don't know. I don't um, I don't think that'd be <laughs> helpful to anyone. It wouldn't be helpful to anyone because I wouldn't be able right to do now, it anymore. Because right now, we have the camera 800. We have the fake freckles. Let's say 40. No, I'd we buy have, the camera used. So like okay, 400. 600. No, four, four. I found it on eBay. I found it on eBay. No one could buy it. 400. 400. <laughs> fake freckles, $40. No. Oh, my 40. God. They're like $19. 40? What fake freckles $20. are you buying? I don't need fake freckles. I got them naturally. Thank you very much. This is the thing that's annoying. Like, I have freckles all over my arms, but not on my face. Damn genetics. It's like literally my arms are filled. Like, I don't even think I'm tan. I think I just have freckles. Like, a bunch of them put together. But no, not on my face. Well, I guess you should go talk to Anna about that. My brother does. I'm going to do little. Then I'll have a freckly face. And by the way, Benetint is on sale at Ulta right now for nineteen dollars. So four forty is where we're at this episode. All right, cool. Four forty. We'll see if we'll break five hundred by the end of the episode. Okay, let's get into our stories. First story. Um, I woke up to this today and thought it was like the best thing I've ever seen. Kim, Kendall, Bad Bunny, and Tristan Thompson had a family night out at the L.A. Drake show. And we got so much content of Kendall and Bad Bunny making out everywhere all over this concert. I also woke up to this. And 
I only saw the one where it was like filming from up or down below and they were up above. Then he was yeah. like grabbing her by the waist or like doing their makeup. I just really want to know is she learning Spanish or is he just speaking she's in broken English? She's definitely learning Spanish. And he's learning English. Like he's been living in the U.S. longer. And yeah. I was literally just like, it's like they read my mind and they were like, Lindsay, we got you. Like, we'll, we'll answer your question. Cause like last week I was like, I think Kendall and Bad Bunny are done. Like, I don't think they're still together. We haven't seen any like little inklings of them in like six weeks. And then yeah. today they gave us everything with this do, concert. Do you do you think that he will eventually make an appearance on the show? Uh, one could only hope, but unfortunately, no, because Kendall and Kylie never put their significant others on the show. Like Ken, Kendall dated Devin Booker for like four years, and he never once even made like a slight appearance. Uh, that's, that's true. And neither did and Travis like maybe from the back. And yeah. he's the father of the children that are on the show. Yeah, which, speaking of Travis, like, with his last album that came out, he definitely picked a side. Yeah, that's what we were saying. And we were saying because he's up Kanye's asshole because he wants to yeah. be, like, he wants his connection. But I, he's being dumb. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't know. I don't think it's he should have done that. not the side to have chosen. No. But anyway, um, yeah, them making out was great. I didn't know Tristan Thompson and Kim were there. Uh, they arrived together. So, like, they came with a group of friends all together. God. And Chloe just wasn't there? Chloe was not there. You know what? I will say this. Like, now this is, like, the second ex that, like, has stayed involved with the family. They still, Because they like, have kids. I, yeah. No, no, no. I, absolutely. But, like, at least from the outside, they make... Like, it look as though, like, co-parenting in a, you know, healthy-ish way. You they know? do. It is nice seeing. Like, I'm sure a lot of, I, sh I mean, I can't speak to this because my parents didn't get a divorce. But, like, if I, I would assume that if I was, like, a child of divorce, seeing my mom's siblings still hang out with my dad would be mm -hmm. comforting knowing that, like, Oh, there's not all this contention and like yeah. everyone's kosher and like I could still have my both my parents together with me at Christmas at the same time and like there's going to be yep. no awkwardness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, and you know what? Do we think Kim and Drake are like no. sneaky leaking no. afterwards? No, right? There's no, no way she's no. interested. I think Drake would die too. Ah. Uh. Yes, he would. Yes, she. You know how many times he's like saying about Kim. Yeah, but like she's like one of the biggest pop culture like stars. Like, of course she gets like yeah, but I think songs written about her. He would think that she would be a trophy for him. I mean, I guess, and people said that like the girl, his baby mama, kind of looked was like a Kim lookalike. Yeah, like, very much so. Like. You know, he definitely was into features. Kim, not just because she was pop culture, but like he's definitely been into her. Like he liked her. Uh, yeah, sure. He simped but for like her also, for a second. Also, like Drake has made it very clear he is not looking to be in a relationship on that Bobby interview. So, which, by the way, has been mysteriously taken down. The whole interview. The whole interview, and it's it's news. Like it's been on all the like platforms. And I was looking for stories today. They all yeah. reported it. So, wait a minute. Did all of her videos get taken down or just No, that one? just the Drake interview. Interesting. 
That was so funny. Like, I know she but, like, came out of nowhere. we've already seen it, and we've all already seen the clips. So, like, what was the point of it going being I, taken down? I don't know. That's weird. That's very weird. Did it could you, just be like I don't, a I think, thing. I know we talked about this, um, but, like, her whole, like, her demeanor on these interviews, like, very, like, monotone, it's all an act. Like, she's yeah, playing a character. A character. Yeah, I didn't know that until, like, I saw her, I think it was on, like, a news story, like, morning She was thing. on Barstool. She was on Barstool, but then she was also on something else. And she was like, oh, no, like, she's has, like, a very, there you go. She was, like, bubbly and laughing. Now she's like, no, like, that whole, like, very serious. Yeah, it's a bit, which I'm like, you know what? She does it very well. Like, we're talking hilarious. about Bobby Antonoff, the girly that's been doing all the, like, very serious monotone interviews with all the rap artists, which I think is so funny, the niche that she's created for herself. Oh, my God. And, like, playing like she's never listened to their music before. Like, like the yeah. uh, whole Drake thing, like, I don't care who you are. Like, you listen to Drake and are, like... You're familiar. So her, you're familiar. So for her to, like, get on an interview with him be like, I've never listened to your music before, like... <laughs> was hilarious oh wait i have a really serious question that i thought of over the weekend that i wanted to ask you and i'm so excited that we had a kardashian story so that i could tell you i could ask you in a normal way what's up um which kardashian jenner would you want to be your mom like which one would you want to be a child of chloe kim courtney kendall or kylie you know just because (laughs) I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I would probably say Chloe. Chloe, why? Um, she seems the most down to earth and caring, and I think I would want like she's still a celebrity, but not like crazy out of this world like Kim. Mm-hmm. And I think as like I'm going through my teen years and angst and all that, like. Having that much notoriety from my mom would, as much as like Kim's, would, could potentially be something I don't like. Um, so I would probably say Chloe. Okay. I would say Kylie. Why Kylie? Because she's forever going to be, first of all, she's, the, she's a young mom. So like they're going to be, they have less of an age difference. So it's always going to be fun, like with this young mom energy, you know? Yep. Um, she doesn't want to be on the show, so like her kids are the least on the show. True. But she makes some of she was one of the most successful of them. And she's just always gonna be cool. You know, like she's just cool. And I would just always have a good closet. Like nothing would be cheesy. It wouldn't be like everything would just always be cool. And I think she would be and she's like she's such a good mom when we see her in like little glimpses i just think she would be like a fun mom yeah i, I don't want travis as my father though like i'd rather tristan as my father than travis oh really yeah i don't disagree with you because tristan's like i i think he sucks relationship wise but like he like is involved with his kids he lives with them like where's travis yeah. like i'm sure he's involved but he's like this persona that i'm not really down for I, I would have to agree. So that's, I would say, yeah, that's a, probably a close second. The last person I would want to be the kid of is um, Courtney. Really? I think the last I'd want to be the kid. Yeah. No, but you know what? Courtney makes, like, the kids have no rules. So I would just, like, be able to do whatever I wanted. Like, Kim and Chloe are very strict parents. 
I think yeah. Kylie's like in the middle and Chloe's like no rules, do whatever you want. I think after you mean Kylie Courtney's had, like Courtney, Courtney's like no rules, do whatever you want. And yeah. I feel like Kendall would be a fun mom too. Oh, absolutely. Kendall would be a fun mom, but I I couldn't choose her because you know, I think she looks I'd gorgeous. want Kendall's ge- genetics. So just, yeah, I want just, her genetics. Just weird. Yeah. And I want her like I like her closet out of everyone's the best. I agree. So that was a very weird question to ask. Okay. I w- thought it was a good conversation starter. <laughs> very odd. Okay. Next story. All right. This one was weird as this, shit. First yeah, of all, I, speaking of odd. I had no idea who this girl was, but Lil Tay, who is a like Instagram, social media rapper, I guess. Um, all of a sudden, like all these stories started breaking on like social platforms that she like passed away tragically. Um, but then like they went and asked her father and he said he wouldn't confirm nor deny that they're true. And then like there wasn't a police report. And the next thing you know, like, I think it was like the next day she is not dead. And she comes out and says like her Instagram was hacked. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is just not adding up. But then the most recent thing is Meta um, came out and said, yes, they confirmed that her Instagram profile indeed was hacked. Question, why would her father come out and be like, I can't confirm or deny? Like, why couldn't her father exactly. just immediately have said, like, this isn't true? That's what I'm saying. Like, there, something is not adding up here. Well, I did when, because I don't know who Lil Tay is literally at all. So yeah. I did some research. And in 2018 or 2021, I can't remember. Let me look at 2018. 2018, she like filed like abuse against her father. So she, it doesn't seem like she has a good relationship with him. So he he could have just been like wanting his own spotlight moment of being like, can't confirm or deny, you know? Yeah. This sounds, this is giving me Meghan Markle's dad moment, you know? Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Like he tried to do like some tell all thing, but like they haven't had a relationship for years. Yeah. She probably doesn't talk to him. So that's probably too why he was like, can't confirm or deny because I haven't talked to her in three years. Yeah crazy um this is scary and something that i didn't think that we'd have to think about but now apparently we do and you know it makes sense people are sick and twisted and they hack famous people's instagrams and pretend that they've died it's like that little dicky episode Oh, my God. That was one of the funniest episodes. But, like, to what end, though? Like, with the little Dickie episode, they did it to, like, boost his views and stuff like that. But, like, what end would somebody else have to, like, hack your profile and say, like, oh, this person's dead? For clout to say that they did that? I I don't know. People are twisted. They're so weird. Like, I don't think we would never understand the mindset of someone that would do that because this seems stupid and, like, a waste of time and, like, unfathomable. You know? So, like, we're not going to relate to them. Interesting. Um, a little. Should we give like a little background on who Lil Tay is? I mean, yeah, because uh, I honestly had no idea who she was. So I guess um, she became famous a couple years ago um, because she like made these like crazy videos when she was nine um, years old. Yeah, like she'd be having like stacks of cash, expensive cars, um, and then like I just like 
kind of just like over the top. Like she makes me think of like Island Boys, but like female Rich. version. Like just yeah, yeah. So that's how she like Rich got kid big energy. Yep, yep, yep. I read she was she became the youngest flexer, and I laughed out loud when I read that because I was like, the fact that we have verbiage for that is hilarious. That's dumb. So. So, anyways, that's that's Lil Tay. I know you guys didn't know who that was either, and I know that you saw it all over your feeds because it was all over ours. Like, if you follow any type of news outlet, they reported on it, which is, you know, crazy. So, you know, maybe this is just a time for you to double-check your security on your socials. Make sure you have double verification. Change up your password. And, um, yeah, stay safe out there. If you're not using two-factor authentication at this point, like, you're asking for yourself to get hacked. Literally. Everyone, stop right now. Stop what you're doing. Go on Instagram and make sure you have your two-factor authorization on. No. Like, it's a must. You gotta have it's it. It's a must. A must. So. Um, anyway, moving on to new relationship news. Uh, Harry Styles and Taylor Russell have, were seen out together getting nice and cozy. Um, they were spotted in London um, after the debut of Russell's new play, The Effect, at the National Theater on Wednesday. Um, Taylor's a Canadian actress slash model. Um, she was in two random things, and I just jotted them down. She was in yeah, Bones like, and All. You know that movie, Bones and All? It's with Timothee Chalamet, and it's like uh, the, cannibal, the cannibalism movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I've never heard of this, but Lost in Space on Netflix. She was also in that. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Like, I honestly didn't know. Like, they showed a picture of her and him, and I was like, I have no idea who this is. Yeah, they she look just cute. looks like, a, like an Instagram model girly. Yeah. She's very stunning. Like, she's gorgeous, but I'm just upset. Like, it's not fair that she got to work with Timothee, and now she's dating Harry. Like, it's it's my dream, and I'm pissed. <laughs> that, that, that's why we- so mad Uh, happy for happy for her honestly happy for her she's living mm -hmm. living imagine being harry styles girlfriend i mean i'm sure that comes with its ups and downs yeah sure but like it's harry he's so fun and he's hot and he would he would be such a fun shopping partner you could put your nails together uh, Jack and I paint our nails together. I know, but he has his own nail polish line. Oh, I'm sorry, Lindsay, that I'm not <laughs> fucking Harry Styles. Justin, he has more money, okay? And I want to go where Harry's going. <laughs> so happy for her. I wonder if this will last. They were first seen together in June. Um, now it's like confirmed here in August. Now that we have photos of them making out. And this seems to be a new trend. Like, oh, the way we confirm our relationship is that we get paparazzi making out. Because who else did that recently is Jeremy Allen White and his new, like, Instagram model Mm -hmm. girlfriend. Yeah, they just caught it. Yeah, after his divorce from his high school sweetheart. So sad. I bet you Taylor Russell and Jeremy Allen White's new girl both have the Canon G7X. And that's how they caught the attention of Harry Styles and Jeremy Allen White. Moving on. Okay. Oh, my God. I have so much to say in this next story. Yeah. Like, literally so Look, much. Wait a minute. 
and we're gonna need to put like five minutes up on the timer like we cannot like we're already 40 plus minutes in we cannot talk about this for 30 minutes straight okay no, it is big you, news give me seven seven minutes of heaven all okay. right starting now starting now Taylor Swift announces 1989 Taylor's version and received an eight-minute deafening standing ovation at her last L.A. show, Night 4. Oh, my God, you guys. We're getting the best re-recording. I'm so excited. This is my number one favorite album of my life, 1989, Taylor's version. Like, I've been waiting for this one. I honestly don't care about any of the other ones. Like, this is the only one I've been caring about. Like, it's hard It's hard being a Swifty when your favorite album hasn't been re-recorded yet and you can't listen to the old one because that's money in scooter Braun's pocket and i'm trying to give money to my girl so i haven't gotten to listen to 1989 since she started doing these re-recordings and i'm upset and now i'm so excited that i'm gonna have it back oh taylor is a witch she's a mastermind somehow this just all worked out in her favor that she announced what no i'm about to the video you sent me was the trippiest okay. shit but go ahead i sent I sent Justin this TikTok that outlined how fucking crazy this is and why Swifties are so psychotic. It's because Taylor really does psychotic things like this. She announced 1989 Taylor's version on August 9th, which is 8-9, the date, right? Okay. Eight years, nine months, and 13 days after the original 1989 album was released. What? How does she do that? How did she release it on 8-9 when it was 8 years and 9 months ago and 13 days? That's just like a cherry on top of that 13 because Taylor's lucky number is 13. She was born on the 13th. 13's everywhere. Every girl writes 13 on their hand when they go to the concerts. Like 13 is her number. And so the fact that she was able to announce that and no, it gets crazier. That's not it. That's not it. She announced it at her 19th city on tour. Switch so all together that's nineteen eighty nine. She is a witch. How did she know? It's like back when she first announced nineteen eighty nine, she was like, Oh, when I have to do my re recordings, I'm gonna announce it on this day and have it lined up in my nineteenth city on eight nine and have it eight years, nine months and thirteen days to the T. This is my thing. Like also, yes, like how do you think about that beforehand? Like maybe it was coincidence that it all lined up. But like also, do we think this Have is you like listened to the all, song Mastermind? This is all her, or do we think she has a really good fucking marketing team? This is Taylor. This is what Taylor likes to do. She's made many interviews like this. Like she she's the one that's into this. She's into Easter eggs. Yeah. She's into these puzzles. Like her team gets exhausted by it because she won't like she'll do certain things like and they'll be like, you're trying to do too much or whatever. Like, any interview she gives, it's filled with Easter eggs. And, like, sometimes we don't even notice them. And it's crazy. So that's why there's validity to the crazy Swifties on TikTok, like, trying to pull anything out of whatever Taylor does. Like, because she really does do that type of shit. Okay. Yeah. Another crazy fact about this show. Carly Kloss was in the bleachers. She was not in the celebrity tent. And by the way, Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift were besties during her original 1989 era. They were so close that people went on to assume that they were dating, but nothing like that was ever confirmed. And then some big beef went on between Taylor and Carly. We don't have it confirmed of what it is, but the the most um, convincing speculation, in my opinion, is that Carly Kloss is actually represented by, by Scooter Braun and that maybe she gave 
she tipped off Scooter that Taylor wanted to purchase her um, discography, her catalog, and Scooter purchased mm-hmm. it first. So that's what they think the big feud was between the two of them. Taylor did not go to Carly Claus's wedding. She doesn't go. She doesn't know her kids. Like nothing, and they have not spoken. And all of a sudden, Carly Claus just shows up on the day that she's going to announce in 1989 and she sits in the bleacher. She doesn't even sit with the celebrities in the tent. She's in a general admission bleacher seat. And a lot of references of Taylor's songs say something about bleachers. Like she always references, references a bleacher and then Carly sitting in the bleachers and Taylor kept on looking at the bleachers during the entire concert. First of all, she's looking everywhere. No, she was looking there specifically. Second of all, do we not like? I think it's very much within her powers. She, her people might have reached out to Carly's people and been like, "Hey, you know, I plan on doing this thing. You know, me and these Easter eggs and shit. We like to make the people go fucking crazy. I need you to go buy a ticket and like be up in the stands." Like, totally. But I, this is what I think. I think Taylor like does not want Carly there. So, and the fact that Carly came on the night that she was announcing 1989 like the news of Carly being there is so big that it almost like could have trumped the announcement because like if you look at LA Night 4 like it's like 1989 Carly Kloss like those two things go hand in hand in the news stories yeah also also you said she's looking up in the bleachers at Carly how did she know she was there if she was up in the bleachers because I'm sure the paparazzi clicked click clicked Carly Kloss I knew Carly Kloss was there the minute that she stepped foot into the stadium and you know you get there before the show starts so i'm sure someone on taylor's team was like hey taylor like just to let you know carly claus is here i found her seat this is where she's sitting i think carly reached out wanted to be in the celebrity tent and taylor said no she didn't want her there and then she purchased her own ticket and that's why she was in the bleachers okay (laughs) i I think the ability of swifties to come up with conspiracy theories rivals that of like I don't know, like flat earth people. No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and I don't mean that as like, this is not me trying to say this. Like, I, like I've come to say before, I've grown a new admiration for Taylor Swift and her fans because the connection she has with her fans is unparalleled, unmatched, like across the board. Like, I easily say that. But y'all come up with some crazy ass shit. Here's the thing. I think everyone everywhere has a conspiracy theory that they lean into, that they fully believe. And... I think the safest conspiracy there is to be is a Swifty. And that's where I'm at. Got it. All right. Okay. So now with this new announcement and the things that came out afterwards of the four different color album covers, um, the artwork for the album cover, the Gaylor theories are becoming a little undeniable. Like it's kind of hard to deny like they're really not stretching that far like usually the Gaylers okay and by the way the Gaylor community is people that think Taylor Swift is gay but they think she's bisexual um and that her most rumored famous rumored girlfriend is Carly Kloss like there is a large group of people that are convinced like you cannot convince them otherwise that Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift absolutely dated and their breakup was part of a feud you know as part of the like crazy feud mm-hmm. anyways oh and in one of her songs and in her song dress or i can't remember which song fuck i need to know this information in one of her songs she changed the um pronouns from he to she only the night that carly was there 
And it was like one of the songs that was like rumored to be about her relationship with Carly. Anyways, so here's a few Gaylor theories that I think have some like truth to them. One, in the original 1989 album cover art, it's a photo of like beneath Taylor's nose. So her mouth with her red lips and then a shirt. And on her shirt, she's wearing um, it's like a bunch of seagulls are on it and it's. Like, they're trapped on her shirt, okay? In the new 1989 cover art, it's Taylor's full face. It's the only album that she's smiling on. And the seagulls are flying free around her. They're no longer trapped on her shirt. One. Kind of like she's coming out. And Taylor posted that the vault, the five vault songs for this album is going to be, are the most insane yet. So a lot of people are speculating that one of the vault songs confirms these suspicions. So, vault song is a song that wasn't released on the original album, correct? And that yes. she's just been holding on to. Got it. Yes. That was like okay. supposed to maybe be on the original album, but that didn't make it. But got nixed by the production company or whoever was like her record label. Okay. Got it. The seagulls are one. Okay. That's one. Two. Dusty Springfield. I didn't know who this was, but I learned about her. Dusty Springfield is a pop star from the 70s. And she came out as bisexual in 1970s. And her album that came out right after that she came out that she was bisexual was titled, Am I the Same Girl? On that album cover is four squares. And each square has is a different color. And they're all pastel green, peach, yellow, and blue. Mm-hmm. On Taylor's website, when you as soon as she announced, you can go on her website, and she was releasing four different color album covers. Can you guess what color four colors they were? Green, peach, yellow, and blue. That's one that's one thing like nod to Dusty Springfield. Second nod, the last song that is played in the stadium before Taylor goes on stage at every single show she's done. The very last song is You Don't Own Me by Dusty Springfield. Tell me that's not obvious. Why does she have all these ties to Dusty? Who is like the famous pop star that came out as bi? You know, I don't have an explanation for this, except I will say that there is a small possibility that she knows about all these theories that people also, have. And she's what about Shake It Off? It. Her entire music video was all LGBTQ themed. Yeah. And the purple haze or whatever. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So anyways, that's 1989 Taylor's version. You've heard it all here. You're fully caught up. Those are all the things that are flying around. We're very excited. I literally cannot wait. I think it comes out October 24th or 27th, something like that. 27th. 27th. And that's too long away. Like, I need it right now. And I need the vault songs immediately. And I'm so excited. Like, every single song. that That album was the album that came out that literally every single song was like, it was in line with what was going on in my life. What year did it come out? It came out the end of 2014. So my senior year of college. And like the songs, like it, and it was like 
I was going through a breakup. Then I was like courting with like all these random new people. Then Gonzo was like in and out, but I didn't want to commit to him because I was like too fresh out. So I was like in one foot in, one foot out. But then he ultimately won me over. But it was a lot about like leaving someone old behind and like having fun with someone new and like like being able to like open yourself back up to those possibilities. Got it. Um, so Gonzo owes his relationship to Taylor Swift. Yeah, like style on that album was like, oh yeah, like Gonzo's my style. Like and that song's about Harry Styles. And then like oh my god, like I I if I went through I could it's too intimate of my personal life for me to tell you each song but like every single song i could relate to like a specific thing that's really beautiful Lindsay. Mm-hmm. shake it off the, w- when it goes like um i'm just gonna shake it to the fella over there with the hella good hair it's gonzo <laughs> that's what i'm saying like it's like she opened up my mind and my heart and she was like what does Lindsay need right now and she gave it to me on a silver fucking platter and it's stunning and i'm so excited like this is my favorite re-record and i don't care about any of the others like i'm so happy this um i think this is one uh, you're not the only one who's most excited about this i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how the person on the podcast didn't even listen to the reputation album because they didn't want to be disappointed because 1989 was like their favorite album of hers. Same. I never got into reputation because I was stuck in my 1989 era. 1989 is the year Taylor was born, by the way, if anyone was wondering. So it's like her, so it's like herself. It's like herself, like, titled album like the most personal like about her and now the re-recording and that's why everyone's saying like this is the most personal album to her and she said this is her favorite album that she's re-recorded and we think there's theories that harry styles is going to be on a song and that selena gomez is going to be on a song here's here's my question is is this going to be the last because i was watching this video that showed all the song or the albums that she made under scooter brahm and the one that she's remaking is this the last one in that series no of albums, we haven't gotten reputation a oh, reputation was also with the previous scooter okay yeah got it i feel like that's what she'll end with once the tour is done because i feel like her reputation's like turning leaf all right yep my queen How did that- you should really look to see because I know she. Oh no, never mind. She's going to be in Europe next summer. I was like, you yeah. should probably look to I'll find go. out if she's going to be in Europe. Here's the thing. Let's manifest this now. This podcast needs to blow the fuck up. I want six <laughs> advertisers an episode, and each advertiser has to pay ten thousand dollars to be on my episode because we have that many views and we're that popular. Like, and that's cheaper for them than putting it on anywhere else. Trust us, and that's how much it goes for. Did you know that? Did you know Keep that? Keep going. Keep going. So I want six advertisers. They're all paying 10K each. I have so many listeners. Like we have like, we have like 500,000 listeners, monthly listeners. And um, we're so rich that I am able to afford a second Europe trip next year. And I go to see Taylor and you come with me with my Canon G7X. And we podcast from Taylor's concert. You know, me manifesting or you manifesting this, like, 
I would be down to go to a Swifty concert. Yeah, you, you would. I'm not. Uh, I would not call myself a Swifty, but I just want to feel the infectiousness. It's the energy. That like, I just want to be a part of that. I just want to be a part of it. Like they got yeah. Shannon Tatum out there with like glitter on his face. They got like like All Tom Brady. Going. Yeah, All the like, men are going. I just, I just feel like I need to be a part of it. You know. Yeah, you do. How many right, minutes you was way that? Over, way over seven. Well, okay. Well, you you indulged me. I did indulge. So there's that. Okay, All right, last final story. story is really quick. Ashley Olsen secretly gave birth to baby boy a few months ago after hiding her pregnancy. Wow, I can't believe Mary Kate and Ashley are like just so under wraps that we're finding out months later that we shouldn't even know she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, she her, it's with her husband Louis Eisner. He's a full-time artist. Didn't know anything about him. He mainly creates paintings and according to Artsy, he is an active member of the artist-led organization The Stillhouse Group. I don't know what any of that means, but I would love to be part of The Stillhouse Group. Um they named their son Otto. She's 37, he's 35, and they actually got married on December 28th, 2022 at a private home in Bel Air, California. Time out. Mary Kate and Ashley are 37. I didn't know they were that much older than me. Yeah, they are. Damn. And they're still like the most iconic women in the world. They they're also allowed to go to the Barbie Allen Alien Conference. I feel like they would they would help us like in so many ways of being discreet. And if you didn't know, the Olsen twins are the owners of the brand The Row. They founded that brand. Have you heard of the brand The Row? No, it's a very high-end luxury fashion brand. Like everything's five hundred dollars. Oh, well, no, no, sh- no wonder I haven't. Five hundred dollars or more. Sorry, that's where you start. Um, all the fashion girlies are obsessed with it. Like now that you know, you'll hear the row a lot. Like a lot of the New York, like Danielle Bernstein, Melissa Wood, um, any of those, like something navy or Ariel Ariel Charnas or whatever. Like they're always wearing the row. You know who else loves the row? Um, Morgan Stewart from Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. She's always wearing the row. I have no idea who any of the people are that you just named, but I'll take your word oh. for it. Okay. So that's that. Congrats, Ashley. I can't believe you're a mom. So cute. I wish I got to see more of you. I wish you had an Instagram. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, finally moving on to TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, jumping right in. Um, I accidentally binge watched Painkiller last night. Didn't mean to. And then, like, all of a sudden, it just, like, it ended. And it came up with, like, the recommending another show. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't mean to do this. It's I six hate episodes. That. I hate that when you don't realize that you're watching the last episode. It's like, I would have, like, given this more of my attention or, like. Oh, my God. Six, six mentally episodes. Mentally prepared myself hour long here's my honest opinion this this painkiller is about the Sackler family and the opiate epidemic and I so I don't it, most of you or most people who probably watched the one with Michael Keaton on Hulu um mm-hmm. dope sick dope sick yeah it followed a very similar premise 
where it told all these different stories. Like it told like a really personal story of somebody's addiction um, and showing that struggle and how they started out just, you know, with some work injury and then it devolved into, you know, getting addicted and all that. It also showed the story from the point of view of like the lawyers and the people trying to convict the Sacklers and then like the Sacklers just being assholes, money hungry, Richard Sackler. Um, And it pretty much mimicked that same kind of, idea it told a different story though of like a personal story but i feel like it didn't tell me anything that we don't already know like it was entertaining to watch but at this point we all know the story yeah i think though what was interesting about it and again i did not watch this but gonzo's been watching it and he has been talking about it nonstop. the most interesting factoid that i've learned is that Mm -hmm. the recruitment of the college girlies like cute yeah. girls yeah. to be the pharmaceutical rep for it. And this was basically yeah. like a really well played marketing strategy versus pharmaceutical drug. Oh yeah, absolutely. They definitely utilize cause what, what was the main demographic of most doctors in the late nineties, early two thousands? I don't know. Men. Oh, white men, white men. And so, so they had cute little know. white girlies walking in mm-hmm. in their short skirts being like, oh, my God, I have this crazy new thing. Like, you would love it. Yeah. Your patients so, are going to die for it. Oh. Yeah. And this was all before. Wrong choice of it words. Was, absolutely. And this was all before <laughs> the Sunshine Act where it's, like, now illegal for drug reps to, like, pay for things or drug companies to pay for things. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it was a good – I think the actors did really well. Um, the girl, or the woman from um, Orange is the New Black was in. I can't think of her name right now. Um, and the guy who played um, Richard Sackler and the guy who played Arthur Sackler, also really good. The guy from Friday Night Lights, the TV show, played the uh, like personal story. That was the guy who played. He was the guy who was the mechanic and got injured on the job. He was from the movie Friday. He was also no, no. Gambit. Who was he in Friday Night Lights? Oh God, I can't think of his name. It actually it wasn't the show; it was the movie Friday Night Lights. I can't oh. forget the character's name. Um, so like all the actors are great. I just think like we've seen this story before. It's kind of like I don't know if you've seen on HBO they did the movie um, called The Stairs or something like that, where it was about this woman who quote unquote fell down the stairs and the husband got tried for her murder. And I remember I think Hulu did a movie on it or a TV series on it or HBO did a TV series on it. And then like the other one did the same exact story and it had like mm. Jessica Biel in it or something. Mm. It's like these networks are getting the same stories yeah. and then doing their own version. So yeah, like friends with benefits and speaking of, I watched, I watched no strings or friends with benefits literally two days ago and the similarities. Did you know they're both an hour and 49 minutes long? That's crazy. Yeah, these and networks both are released. like, oh, that worked really well for you. I'm going to do it too. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, I do recommend it. It was, it was a quick, obviously, it was quick to watch because I watched it in a day. Um, but like, also, it's not like a must see because like I said, I don't think I learned anything new. So Yeah, I think it's just like a moment of reflection of like, look, like there's definitely a place for pharmaceuticals and Western medicine, but, you know, use with like – do your own research behind some things as well too. You should have a balance. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the one thing I did learn was it talked a little bit more about author Sackler, who was the uncle of the main guy, Richard, 
who developed or was a big pusher of Oxycontin. Um, and now he kind of revolutionized pharmaceutical companies. Like before him, there was no such thing as like pharmaceutical marketing. And he realized that like you had to be a good salesman before you're yeah, a good scientist sales. or a good doctor. Yeah, it's all sales. So um, learn more about him and realize, wow, he's also an asshole. So anyway, yeah. that was it. Why am I frozen? Is my camera going to die? Probably. Yep, probably. Okay, well, um, I just wanted to touch on the latest episode of The Summer I Turned Pretty. I'm team not Bella. Belly needs to Same. leave. Belly is ruining everything, and Belly sucks. Yep. And I'm mad at Belly, and she needs to sit down, and she needs to go home. I think that she can't be with either of them. Like, they're, no. co- they're a cohesive family unit, especially now that their mother is gone. Like... Those two need them as a family, as family, more yes. than one of them needs to date her, I think. Yes. Agreed. Like, she needs to put her, and like, her going back and forth between the two of them. And oh, like, my God. Who makes out with the younger brother in front, of, in front of the car outside while you're waiting for your ex-boyfriend, who's his older brother, to come out from yeah. a final, and you know that they fight about you? There and that's another thing. Like she knows that she is a point of contention between the two of them, and like she has to know that whoever she decides to be with is going to cause tension between them. Like you're actively breaking. You had to choose just one, and I think if she just would have stayed with Conrad and never entertained Jeremiah again, like I think the the first season where like Jeremiah kissed her and she wasn't pursuing him or whatever, but then she like ended up with Conrad. Yeah, that sucked for Jeremiah, but. Her now going back to Jeremiah, like, is so dumb and annoying, and I'm pissed. And she needs to relax. Like, you love Conrad. You're just mad because Conrad isn't trying, isn't giving you what you want right now. So you're going to play with Jeremiah. Like, date a boy from your high school to play with. Exactly. I So, for some reason, that last episode gave me season-ending energy, right? Same, but I think there's one more. There is one more, but, like, I'm confused, like, what? It's going to be 4th of July. Remember, because when they were leaving, they were like, when are we coming back here? Like, could we do the 4th? And everyone was like, yeah, it could be, we could come back for the 4th. And I think Taylor will come back, and it'll be the 4th of July, like, party. Got it, got it. Yeah, Because that was always interested. a big holiday. That was Susanna's favorite holiday, remember? Got it, And she it, would make it, her famous it. cake. They'll come back for the 4th of July. That's what it'll be. And, like, some time has passed, and we'll see. It's been, like, yeah, three weeks. Hmm. She's so dumb. She, yeah, I'm not not Team Belly. No, I hate her. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm so mad. All right, guys. Um, should we wrap it up with some sports? Let's do it. I know Let's nothing this week. You know nothing. Uh, all right. So for sports, first and foremost, my guy. I don't know why I said my guy. I've never been a Dwayne Wade fan, but like <laughs> I like the dude. Oh, you know what? I'm a fan of him as who a girl is he? dad. Do, did you ask who's Dwayne Wade? Yeah. What sport does he play? <gasps> Should I know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit basketball. that out for you. He yeah, plays no basketball. <laughs> Who does he play for? Stop. Just, oh, his wife's Gabrielle Union. Oh, and he has. Oh my uh, god. Okay, I totally know this family. Yes, and he his um daughter, daughter. is tra- trans. Yes. And they've been so. They were like very open about it. And, and his supportive. struggle in the beginning and him yes. learning how to support it. And, and yes. the transition. Yes. Yes. Amazing. So, I'm Zaya, happy for him. Zaya. 
um, is his daughter. Yeah, so he made it. He got anyway. Now that you're all cut up on who Dwayne Sorry. Wade is, I was like, <laughs> I don't know who this man is. Um, yeah, he got inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame, um, and he had Lil Wayne perform at his uh, induction Sick. party. Who I guess he said has like always been a childhood dream of his, like because he was always obsessed with Lil Wayne, which is pretty dope. Who would um, be yours so to perform at? What like if you were getting inducted into the Hall of Fame? Who would you want to perform for you? Uh, it'd probably be between Kendrick, Drake, or Katronada. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably between one of those three. What about? What about um I can't remember his name right now. Childish Gambino. Uh no. No. And like I maybe Beyonce, but like I don't know why I wouldn't pick her. But also I would the guy who I'd have DJ. Beyonce would overshadow. Yeah, like right? Like nah, yeah, not a Beyonce. See, like Um, Lil Wayne's not overshadowing Dwayne Wade in this moment. Who would you pick? I mean, Harry Styles or Taylor Swift. Obviously. So I could be besties with them. And I think it would be a huge flex on my end if I had either one of them perform with me. I think Taylor Swift would definitely overshadow, so. I'm okay if Taylor Swift overshadows me, if that means I get to be her friend afterwards. If we're close enough friends that I ask her to play at my induction to Hall of Fame, overshadow me. I don't care. I'm friends with Taylor Swift. I have my dream. We make we bake cookies on Sundays in her Rhode Island house. Okay, so congrats, Dwayne. Congrats, Dwayne. All right, and the next one is like pretty shocking, but like I feel like we all kind of knew this to begin with. Um, for those of you who do not know who Michael Orr is, you probably know the movie The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock. And yep. who's the guy? Keith Urban? Not Keith Urban. Who's the guy? <laughs> What? Why are you laughing? What? Who's that country Keith dude? Urban. That was in it? Um, Tim McGraw. No, it's not. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just naming white country guys. <laughs> it might be Keith Urban. I don't know. Let me see the no, blind side. Who is it? Hold on, I can't type that fast. Um, um. Oh yeah, Tim McGraw. Oh, look at that. I do know my shit. Anyway, um, so and most people know this movie. It was about this, you know, this player who they find um, in like a better part of, or worst part of the um, city that they live in. They ended up having to come play football in high school. And then eventually um, they adopt him. And then he goes on to play for Ole Miss, their old school, um, their alma mater. And then he goes on to the NFL, plays for the Ravens, blah, blah, blah. It's a great Rex Riches story. Sandra Bullock actually got an Oscar for it. Come to yeah. find out, he made he might not have been actually truly adopted. And that it wasn't as heartwarming as you would think. Because like in the movie, I think she like just comes across him like wandering around. And she's yeah. just trying to be nice. And she's just a good Christian woman. But come to find out that, which is what they actually got accused of in the beginning, was they were, like, grooming him to just go to their alma mater. And there was this, like, undertone in these, like, southern schools where they would go and find these players from, you know, the hood and pay for them to go to their alma mater so that their alma mater has a better chance of, like, winning bowls, bowl games. And apparently 
he's come out and said that he was not adopted, but that they actually manipulated him into signing over conservatorship so that they have control over pretty much everything about his life, which is That they could crazy. use his name for business transactions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is wild. So essentially, like, that allowed them to sell the story to um, the production company to make the blind side, and he mm-hmm. may have not seen... Any money from it. Any money from it or like as large of a cut as the parents got. Which, you know, are we surprised? I'm like, this is upsetting. I wonder if Sandra knows. Well, this is kind of like egg on her face because everybody saw that story. and was like, oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, she should have done her research. But yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. This whole like football, you know, these teams putting all this crazy money. Like another story that's been coming out is how Johnny Menzel, the quarterback from yes. I forgot where, he they just did a documentary on him through Untold series on Netflix. Gonzo just watched it. Yeah, he talks all about how, like, he did a bunch of legal shit because this is before the NIL was in place. So, like, you couldn't make money as a college player off your likeness. Like, you weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to pay for things. You can get a scholarship, but they weren't allowed to gift you a car or a house to make you choose their school. He pretty much is bragging about it on this documentary about all the illegal shit that broke the NCAA rules when he was in college. And meanwhile, um, Reggie Bush, who was, like, great uh, running back for USC – the stories came out about him getting like a house paid for for his mom or something and they took away their bowl games he took away their uh, or they took away his Heisman now we got Johnny Menzel bragging about the same shit happening and you know his title still stands bullshit 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 so anyway that's my grievance um that's sports for you know oh Messi scored again in like his fifth game straight at this and, point, that's not news. And he's celebrating by doing different um, Marvel character things. True, which, which is dope. Is he really like did cute. he did Thor, he did Spider-Man. Black Panther, and he did Spider Man. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Shout out Messi for the Marvel Marvel uh, plug. Yeah. Well, that's it, you guys. That was a long one. Um, I hope you guys all book a Korean naked spa, and I hope you're all excited for 1989 re-recording. <laughs> Um, and I hope you go buy a new camera. And if you think I should buy the camera, tell me. I'm going to do a poll on our Instagram. And, you know, I'll do what the poll says. So say the correct answer, which is yes, I need it. Okay. I feel like Gonzo's going <laughs> like to create a bunch of fin- uh, uh, Finstagrams. Uh, Finstas and uh, no, I'll do it on. I'll post no. it on one of the days that Gonzo works like all day long. So he doesn't have time to do that. Not on his off day. <laughs> Uh, scam 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 it's called smarts brains Uh wits talents okay you guys thank you so much for listening to episode 29 of perspectives of pop culture i really hope you guys are following us on instagram aka graham just now following me after five years of having this podcast bruh so if you know us and you're not following us on instagram i'm upset Okay, please follow us on Instagram. I need help with getting followers. Tell your friends. Post us on your Instagram story, please. I'll love you forever. I'll send you an extra big kiss and hug. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, sorry, my camera died. Hope you're enjoying this black screen. And that's it. That's all for us. Have a lovely week. Later. Ciao.